What a great job from our kids, hey? And uh, yeah, big round of applause. We're going we're gonna to do some special kind, we'll just do a few thank yous and whatnot later on. But first of all, the team done a great job getting it together. But I want to give a special shout out because um, for years and years and years, Bridget's always overseen that, but Bryony took it all on this year and made it happen. So I want to give a big shout out to Bryony. So... All right, so today is an all-age service, which means two things. Number one, the children are staying in. That means the mission is on for me to not be too long nor be too boring, okay? Secondly, it means I get to have... Who whoop whooped? So secondly, it means I get to have kind of loads of kind of fun, like I find the inner kid again in me in this moment. And so I get to kind of like, you know, just do a few things that we perhaps may not do on a normal Sunday morning. Now, I'm going to need seven fantastic little volunteers who are going to come and help me, who are not afraid of party poppers and will not shoot any other children in the face with party poppers. <laughs> so we're going to have seven of you are going to come. I'm going to upset someone, so there's not going to be a lot of Christmas cheer. And oh, my life, they're literally running to the front before I've even chosen them. Come on then, Emma, you can hold one. Don't pull it, Emma. Don't pull it. Come and stand on the edge of the stage. Oh, no, 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 you can't all do that. Hang on, stop, stop, stop. All you who are standing, stop, stop. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on then, Keith. There we go. We've got my seven. Stand on the, stand on the stage here for me. Start a whole new thing. If only this happened for every appeal I've done in church. Um, it would be amazing. Right, now my, my beautiful assistant, that's my wife, in case anyone's getting worried, uh, is going to um, distribute some uh, party poppers. Now, no one's allowed to pop the party popper until uh, Claire has tapped you on the shoulder, okay? We're going to have a little bit of a think about things that bring us joy, things that kind of make us happy, okay? And what's going to happen is, kids, as Claire comes down the line and taps you on the shoulder, you're going to pop your party popper as we think about the kind of things in life that might bring us a bit of joy, okay? And what happens is, when you pull your party popper, because there's such an encouraging bunch of people out there, they're going to give a celebratory kind of like, whoop, you know, like, there's going to be a happy sound in the house of God today, okay? And so just by means of a little practice, and just because I want to have some fun, okay, it's going to go something like this. So I'm going to say, da-da-da-da-da, it's going to bring us joy, and then I'm going to go like this, and you're all going to go, who popped their party popper? Oh, that's all right. That wasn't scripted, but I can't really, uh, let's not get into a public argument. Anyway, right, here we go. So I'm going to think a bit for a minute about the kind of things that bring us joy. So Ariel, we're going to start with you, we're going to work our way down the line. Okay, so how about being given a present this Christmas that's something you've wanted for ages? What about passing an exam that you've worked really hard for? What about being asked out on a date by someone you really fancy? <laughs> I think you popped it and then you heard what I said, didn't you? So there we go. What about your football team, Frankie, winning a big game? So, to be fair, right, I don't, this went scripted, but he supports Norwich and it didn't go off. So here we go. So Norwich, we're going to win a big game. Yeah. 
Okay, now what about this one, okay? What about everyone in the room finding a surprise chocolate hidden under their chair that they didn't know was there? You better start looking. Come on, everyone, get under them chairs. Now, just because I'm a good Christian, I removed all the Snickers, okay, in case there's any nut. And I also removed all the bounties because they divide opinion. But the plus side is me and Martin love Snickers and bounties, so we've got a huge tub left in, the ki- left in the office. Stream team and PA, I hope you've all looked under your chairs. Stewards, I hope you've all looked under your t- chairs. And if you're next to an empty one, what a bonus because you can get another one. There we go. Okay. Okay, so what about listening to some music that cheers you up and gets you moving? Emma says this is her favourite song. Does anyone know what the cor- how the chorus goes? going out to Mackie D's for tea. Oh. Oh, gone. Yeah. What about tidying all the mess up and making everything look clean and lovely? There we go. Right. Thank you, kids. Give them a round of applause. Okay, I'm going to be a streaming nightmare because I'm kind of all over the place, so sorry on the cameras. But, right, now all those things have the potential to bring us some joy, okay? A bit of joy. But being honest, it's a kind of joy that's only going to last for a little while because, sadly, there's going to be no chocolate under your chairs at church next week. I know, right? Or your footy team's going to lose, or the next big toy's going to come out that you want, and the one you got is now going to be outdated, and you really want that one. But this Christmas, we're thinking about, is there something, or more to the point, someone who can bring us lasting and lifetime joy, long, lifelong, sorry, lasting and lifelong joy, kind of a joy that every person in the world, from the youngest to the oldest, can experience. Everyone can know it. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to cross over to our news desk and we're going to find out. Well, good morning on this 25th day of December. We are bringing you news from the province of Judea. There are crowds everywhere in Bethlehem after Caesar Augustus ordered that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And of course, with crowds flooding the streets, we have the same old problems. Stolen donkeys. Drunken fights in inns. Accidents from people slipping on the smelly messes on the streets. 
And a massive accommodation crisis. Yesterday, we caught up with a young couple, Joseph and Mary, who had come up to Bethlehem to register from the town of Nazareth in Galilee. They told us there was no room in any of the inns, so they were going to have to stay in a room the animals lived in. I felt so sorry for Mary. She was expecting her first baby, and it's due any day. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. We have a newsflash. We have just received a newsflash following on from yesterday's story that Mary had her firstborn baby last night, a son. Apparently, she wrapped the baby in cloths and laid him in an manger. We have some breaking news from our reporter out in the fields who have been talking with some shepherds. Last night, while they were keeping watch over their flocks, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. How amazing. It was all happening last (laughs) night. The angel had a message for the shepherds. He said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Good news that will cause great joy for all the people. That's what we need in times like these. What a nice change to have some good news to end our programme with. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now, quick question, kids. Who can tell me from the Bible news report, okay, what the angel said would cause great joy? Keith, go for it. Jesus. Jesus, a saviour, they said, has been born. Let's put this scripture up, okay? Bit from the Bible that tells us that. It says, the angel reassured them, that's the shepherds, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring Great joy. Everyone say great joy. Great joy. Love that. To all people, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. So according to the angels, a Savior being born is not just the cause of some joy, but great joy. That word great joy, I love it. It means mega joy. Mega joy. I like that. So it's mega joy. Great joy is found in the news that a Savior is born. So the big question this Christmas that we're just going to kind of try and look at together for a minute is what is a saviour? How do we describe what a saviour is? Well, I want you to imagine for a moment that one day a person called anyone was out for a walk along the beach. Now, this is totally impromptu and I'm about to pick on someone, so I hope they don't mind. Okay. And if they do, well, it's too late anyway. So I'm just looking out. Where's John Claxton for me? He's always willing. He'll help me out. Good man, John. So uh, John loves walking. I always see John out walking. Okay, so John was out for a walk. Anyone, he's called anyone, all right, for the benefit of this sketch. He's out for a walk along the beach. The sun was shining. John, just go for a little walk. You know, you're along the beach. You're heading down to the front here, and you're just wandering down. And the sun was shining. The tide was out. It was a perfect day for a, for a walk. And as he was walking, he was picking up seashells really slowly whilst Daryl got himself sorted at the front. And he was picking up seashells as he was walking along. And he really wanted some. And he saw some seashells that he wanted so bad, he ignored the danger sign that was up ahead that said this. Danger, mud, keep off. Okay, so here's the mud for the benefit of today. Okay, well, it's a bit light-coloured mud, but it's going to do the job. So he ignored the sign because he saw some shells that he really wanted. And so he walked along and he walked straight into it. And before he knew it, anyone was stuck in the mud. And anyone started to slowly 
sink whilst facing the congregation. <laughs> Into the mud until he was down on his knees. Okay. And he was stuck. He was really stuck. Anyone was in a mess. He couldn't get himself out of the mess, no matter how hard he tried. He couldn't get his way back to safety. And anyone shouted, help, help, please help me. <laughs> really desperately. <laughs> Now, thankfully, the good news was that someone else was walking on the same beach that day. They were out for a walk, and when they heard the cry of anyone, <laughs> Stevie, who was the other person who was on the beach that day, He ran to the back of church and grabbed the rope that was in his car when he heard the cry. (laughs) He ran down the beach towards the mess, towards the mud, and he threw a rope to anyone. He threw a rope to anyone and anyone grabbed a hold of the rope And he began to pull anyone out of the muck, out of the mud, and out of the mess. And as he pulled him up... As he pulled him out of the muck, out of the mud, and out of the mess, anyone was rescued from the sinking mud. And anyone was overjoyed as he realized his life had been saved. Now, yes, the name of the person who rescued anyone was Savior. And the answer to the question, what is a Savior, is a Savior is a rescuer. It's someone who rescues people when they're in difficulty, saves them from the trouble they're in, from the muck and the mud and the mess. And the message of Christmas is simply this, we all need a saviour. None of us are stuck in mud, but without a saviour, we're stuck in a different kind of mess, which the Bible calls sin. God creates us to walk and talk with him, to know his presence in our life, his love, his goodness, his peace, to one day be in heaven with him. But we all wander off. We all go and do our own thing. None of us are exempt from that. We want to do our own thing. There's other stuff that we want. We ignore any danger signs. And we end up in this mess called sin. And the trouble is with sin, just like what John found, you can't get yourself out of it. No matter how hard you try, you just can't get out. You can't get back to safety. There's no way out of it. We're kind of trapped in it. And God has this problem because God is holy and perfect. And he can't have anything to do with sin and he hates sin is awful he sees the mess it makes of the world he sees the mess it's made of people's lives how it messes things up and stops us from knowing God here and now and stops us from one day being with him in heaven and so we need someone to rescue us from the mess is there someone who can rescue us out of our mess out of our sin bring us back into a relationship with father God Luke 2 verse 10 says, The angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, 
the rescuer. Yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem in the city of David. And this is the message that is good news. That at Christmas, God sent a Savior. The Savior's name is Jesus, God's own Son, who's come to save us. Born in a manger to die on a cross and three days later to rise again and defeat death. To rescue us from the mess of sin. And the message of Christmas is this, because God loves every one of us so much, He can't leave us in that mess. So Jesus came to get us out of the mess. Back into a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Back into God's family. Ignite Youth, I wonder if you can just come and begin to get ready. See, Jesus coming as our Savior is the news of great joy that the angels brought the shepherds that first Christmas. And I'm going to be back in just a moment with a little bit of help to finish my Christmas message and show us why the news of the birth of a Savior, Jesus, is great joy. Why don't we welcome Ignite Youth as they come to sing for us. Brilliant. Well done to everyone who was involved in that. So the angels tell the shepherds the good news. Jesus, the Savior, has been born. But I wonder, what did the shepherds do next when they heard? Well, let's find out what happened next. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's a bit of a smelly old job being a shepherd, sitting on the fields at night when you can't see a thing, and every time you stand up, you nearly slip over, and you think, oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Honestly, my wife, she's forever cleaning these sandals. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> but you want to know what happens on that night, because it was incredible. It really was. We were there, and it was as dark as could be, just looking after the sheep, trying to find out where they were. And all of a sudden, the sky started to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And then all of a sudden, this, I don't know what to say really, this thing, I thought it was a man. But then I realized it wasn't a man. He just kind of, he was glowing. It was amazing. He was shining. And I, we, were, we were pretty petrified, to be honest. We would try to hide behind trees and all sorts. Anyway, this, this person, it turned out it was an angel. And he said to me and my mates, he said, don't be afraid. Well, that's a bit late for that, because Frank, <laughs> to be honest with you, three of them were still hiding behind the tree. He said, don't be afraid. We've just seen the sky's just lit up. What do you... <sighs> anyway, we kind of settled down. And he said, don't be afraid. I've got good news. I've come to tell you that there's a baby that's been born in Bethlehem, which is a little town just down the road. And this baby is going to be the Messiah the saviour of the world. And we were trying to get our heads around this, and all of a sudden, this choir started to sing it. Well, I've heard some choirs in my time. I mean, have you heard the choir this morning? Were they all right? I've heard they weren't very good on Monday. Are they all right today? Yeah, okay, good. Well, that, that, that's, that's good. But I've, I've heard some choirs. But this choir was, well, there's, on, there's only three words to describe it. Uh... May zing. <laughs> or possibly fab you less. But anyway, they were extraordinary. This choir, they were singing, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. 
It was just amazing. And the sky was full of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of angels. But then, after just a couple of minutes, they all just went away. And we thought, what the heck do we do now? And then we remembered that the angel said to us, go to Bethlehem and you'll find this baby in a sheeping, a sheep's uh, kind of, what do you call it? He's called it a manger, but I don't know if people know what mangers are, but it's like a feeding trough. And we thought, well, it can't be too hard to find. There can't be that many babies in, in feeding troughs. So we went, and sure enough, before long, we found this baby in the feeding trough. And her mother and father were there, and they welcomed us. And we thought, is this the Messiah? Is this the one who's going to save us? But sure enough, it is. And you know what? Ever since that day, I've been telling everybody that I can find what happened on that night and what was going on there. That Jesus, the saviour of the world, was born. And you know what's amazing more than anything else? They announced it to me and my mates who were just stinky, dirty old shepherds sitting out on the fields at night. And the fact they came to us and they thought we were important enough to tell, that blew our minds. And you know what? He wants you to know that as well. And he wants you to tell everybody that you meet. Anyway, I can't hang around long, so I've got to go and find the rest of these air sheep. So, all right. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. So the angels leave the shepherds. The shepherds, they go and look for Jesus until they find him. And then, having met him, they're rushing around telling everyone the good news. Luke 2 says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. See, the truth is, the Christmas message is that real, lasting, and lifetime, lifelong joy comes from meeting Jesus, the Savior. The best joy that there ever is to know and to find is first of all realizing that, hey, I'm in a mess and... This sin thing has messed things up and I need help. And I just begin to lift my arms to Jesus. And I begin to realize that because God loves me so much, He couldn't leave me in that mess. A mess that messes up things here and now and a mess that would mess up things for eternity and stop me from being with Him. And He loves me too much for that. And that first Christmas in a manger, in a stable, God's rescue mission began. And it finished at the cross and declared it was all over when Jesus rose from the grave. See, Jesus threw us a rope. And all we have to simply say in our hearts is, save me, rescue me, grab a hold of that. And he pulls us out to himself, into his family, one day into heaven. See, we find in him a joy that doesn't just last for a moment, but lasts for a lifetime. And the brilliant news is this joy is not for a select few. It's for anyone and everyone. So my question as I finish this Christmas time is, how will you respond? 
Jump in the mud. Nice story, but it's not for me. Jump out. He's already rescued me. I love him and I can't thank him enough. Or hands up. I want to be rescued too. But I don't know what to do. Why don't we just close our eyes together for a moment. I'd love to pray this Christmas time for anyone who wants rescuing from the mess of sin. Wants to know the joy of a relationship with God that changes your life here and now and forevermore. And as we're going to pray in a moment, we're just lifting up our arms to Jesus and we're just simply saying, rescue me, save me. And as we turn our hearts towards him, we put our faith and our trust in him, the rescuer. I can't get out of this, but he can get me out. And as we do, the joy of knowing him, the joy of knowing one day we'll be with him, becomes ours. And right now in this moment, with our eyes closed, I want you to know that Jesus is here by his presence through his Holy Spirit. And if you want to be rescued this Christmas, if you want to know the love and the joy and the peace and the goodness of God like you see in others, if you feel lost and like something's missing, if you have questions and you're looking for answers, if you want that assurance that when all this is over, one day you'll be with Him forevermore in heaven, then I'm just going to pray a simple prayer. And as I pray it, line by line, you can just repeat it out loud or, or in your heart. It's not really a volume thing, it's a heart thing. And it goes like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I need your grace to forgive me. Just echo it in your heart or quietly under your lips. And your love to change me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me for the sin in my life. I accept you as Lord and Savior. Come and bring me your joy. And with your help, I will live my life for you. Amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer for the first time today, we'd love to just hear from you. We'd love to give you a little booklet. And uh, during this next song that we're going to hear, you can, some of these are at the table at the back, or you can grab one at the end. And it just tells you a little bit more about why Christmas. But if you did pray that prayer for the first time, I'd love to just, just meet you. I'd love you just to say, hey, I, I prayed that. We'd love to journey with you and encourage you and support you. And it's a joy that this Christmas you'll know the joy of knowing Jesus who brings mega joy. Yay. Mega joy. Yay.